My view of the world? You can debate that forever. But I'm a musician. That's what I do. And I also am music. Come to the show for that. Despite everything, no one can dictate who you are to other people. I want to make heart decisions in business. If you don't do that, you're not free. I want to be able to dictate which way I'm going to go. My fans bring their sons and daughters to my shows now. That's how I grew up. I hope to be an inspiration to those people. When you wake up, each day looks the same. So each day should be a new beginning. I don't have an expiration date. Those were all quotes from one of the greatest musicians who ever lived, Prince. We will never forget him, as the music will always live on, though we most definitely will miss him. And now, welcome to the Smokin' Hot Toddcast. Live from wherever you are and whenever you're listening to this, it's the Smokin' Hot Toddcast with your host, Hot Toddy, starring Ollie, Miss Pingrino, DJ Poor, Sheila, D.A. Williams, and Orson Welles, and featuring me, your announcer, Doc Summit. And now, here's your host, Hot Toddy. Damn, Hot Toddy, back at it again with the Smokin' Hot Toddcast. Indeed, welcome to this week's episode of the Smokin' Hot Toddcast. I am Hot Toddy, and uh, we've got another good one for you this week. Uh, since the last episode of the Smokin' Hot Toddcast, which was one week ago today, I turned 27. That's right. Thank you. Thank you. Happy birthday to me. Uh, anyway, it's been great. You know, it's great turning 27. I'm not one of these people that get upset as they get older, you know, I'm not one of these, like, oh my god, looks at 30, like, oh my god, I'm turning 30, no, what's the big deal, you're turning 30, no big, no big whoop, in my opinion, uh, but, you know, there are those who get really dramatic with it, but I don't really care, but that being said, turning 27 came with a lot of problems that I was not really expecting, some I sort of expected, but then I just got, just bogged down with a ton of shit, uh, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, and uh, 27 has proven to be a little bit harder than 26, and for sure, any of the other years uh, previous. There's just so much that has to be done right now, and I'm just, I'm beside myself. I'm just not prepared, really, for any of it. It all just kind of came at me all of a sudden, and I'm sure a lot of people feel that way. I'm sure I'm not the only one who's going through this, uh, you know, somebody else is turning 27, dealing with this problem, or younger or older, you know. It's all there for us as time goes on, but... Uh, but for me, you know, I, I've always had a pretty easy life. Even when the going got tough, we found a solution pretty fast. My solutions uh, have not come <laughs> at all in, in a very long time. And I could use them uh, anytime if they feel like showing up. I, I'd be very much grateful. But anyway, uh, yeah, that's that's what's going on here. I mean, you know, life has just been... Life has been a little rough, and we talked about it a lot in last week's episode. Uh, you know, that was the whole the, the whole theme of the telethon that we did. That was the fact that I I'd lost all my money. Well, I didn't lost. I just I spent it all on you know my bills and food, just trying to take care of myself. I spent all my money, and my house flooded and almost destroyed everything that I own. So you know that right there is bad enough. You know that that's already a huge problem. But then there's there's new problems, and we're going to talk all about those new problems in this week's episode. Uh, we've also got some a, a ton of fun things. You're going to love this. We, we've got some hilarious stories about you know just crazy people doing crazy things, and you're going to love it. And of course, we got a brand new Ollie report coming your way. You don't want to miss out. So don't go nowhere. Keep it locked here to the Smoking Hot Toddcast. You're listening. 
listening to the most splendiferous, the most fantastic, the greatest podcast in the history of podcasts, the Smoking Hot Toddcast. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. May God have mercy on your soul. So the first challenge that 27 has brought to me uh, is the fact that I, I really have to like grow up in a hurry, like real fast, you know? Uh, right now, I work part-time for a radio station, and I love that job. It's absolutely fantastic. It's really everything that I ever could want in, in a radio job. It's a lot of fun, you know, keeps you on your toes, keeps you out and about. It's never boring, but the only problem is it's part-time. So, you know, you have to keep your eyes peeled for the chance that you might have to get a full-time job. And when that happens, you know... It's just scary, at least for, for me, because my, my degree is in broadcasting. It's in journalism and electronic media, and uh, my focus was always radio. So where do I go? You know, If I wanted a full-time job, if I wanted to get a new full-time job, what would I do? Where would I go? You know, I don't really know television. Obviously, I'm not, you know, because I'm not doing a vlog or a video podcast. I'm talking to you through sound. That's it, because that's all I know how to do is sound production. Uh, that's, so that's why I can do a podcast, and uh, it's a pretty damn good one if I say so myself. But anyway, uh, you know, that's what I'm saying. It's like I, my skills are kind of limited. Now, that being said, I could probably easy, easily... Uh, you know, learn how to do things in television or radio elsewhere, uh, internet, definitely internet. I mean, that's, that's just a, you know, given, but you know, the problem is, is that when you try to go get a full-time job and your only experience is part-time work, they really just kind of look at you and be like, peace out, bitch. You're, you're not working for us. I mean, seriously, I've been to job interviews in the past. I'm like, you know, look, you know, I'm, I'm obviously a very capable, a highly skilled person, you know, why can't I have a, no, you can't have a job, you're part-time, so you can't, you don't know anything, you're not, not going to work here. That's essentially what it is, you know? They don't say it like that, but that's kind of the genuine feelings. Like, no, you don't know shit, so <laughs> you get cast aside, you know? But again, it doesn't matter, because I love my job, and I love what I do, but you know, I, I do need some more money, so maybe I take on a, a second part-time job, but the problem there is, is like, again, I turned 27, I really don't want just some you know, crappy job, you know, to, to tag on and take up more time. Plus, I love showing, I want to show my allegiance and how good of a team player I am by, by always being available, you know, never not being available, being there when they need me. So, you know, it, it can, becomes a conflict there. But, you know, it's like they don't even give you a chance. When you're looking for a new job, they don't give you a chance unless you've you know, you've conquered the world by the time you're 25. I mean, it's just, it doesn't make any sense. Same thing goes for when you try to get a new apartment. Now, we talked last week, of course, that my apartment flooded thanks to a leak in a water heater. Uh, it was ridiculous, but, you know, and, and the, the leak is over. Uh, update. The leak is over. Everything's fine. The carpet is dry, but it's molded underneath, and I don't want to put my stuff back in the areas where, it, you know, the leak was because it'll just stink of the mold. And I've gone to my office. I've told them, you know, I, I need new carpet. Can you get it out of there? Or can you at least get somebody in there to clean it? That was their solution. Let's get somebody in there to clean it. 
They never did. Uh, no one has cleaned my apartment at all since all this has happened. So clearly, I need a new place to live. But again, I work part time. So you go to a, you know, any apartment complex in the area, and they look at you like you're nuts. Like, no way you're gonna work it. You know why you're gonna live here because you don't you don't make enough money. There's no way you're gonna pay your rent. I have never, knock on wood, been late with my rent at this apartment complex or the or the first one that I lived at. Never been late. I was always able to get my check in. And it's because I made enough money to pay it. And I still had enough to take care of myself. That's the way it's always been. It's the way it will always be. But apartment complexes don't see that. They see you as, you know, a problem. Like, well, I work part-time. No, you're not going to live here because you don't have enough money. You're not going to pay your rent. You suck. Go away. Bye. And it's like, well, fuck you, you know? It's like, I I have the capability to pay my rent. I've done it before. Where the hell else do you think I've lived? I mean, it's just ridiculous. But, you know, that's the way it is, you know? So I, I have to find a new apartment for sure. And if I can, you know, if, if full-time work comes my way, I'm going to have to grab it because, you know, hell, I, I've, I've, I ran out of money a few weeks ago. So, you know, it's getting scary. And I can't live here because this place is awful. So, you know, my life is kind of screeching to a halt right as I turn 27 because I need a lot of new things in my life fast and I just don't know where it's going to come, where it's going to go from, you know, go from here. So that's number one. That's the big issue right now. Probably the biggest issue in my life is just trying to get my shit together. Smoking hot podcast. Well, never has the term, oh, don't mind us, rang truer. A couple in Montana were making out at a bar, completely unaware that right behind them, a robbery was in progress. Just after 1 a.m. at the bar in question Tap In in Billings, Montana, a couple was caught on surveillance cameras making out, completely unaware, that a robbery was going on right behind them. The bartender and patrons told police that there are two males and a female that entered the bar with guns, and they were wearing bandanas and gloves to conceal their identity, and the investigation is ongoing. One thing's for sure, this is one date that couple will never forget, especially since it's made national headlines. Alavo. Alavo too. I super love. So much love. I just super fove. You're super fever. You're super fever. Somebody move! You're all time for the myself. You behind the bar! Give me the fucking money! Give me the fucking money! Give me the fucking money, you fucking Okay, please just just calm down, okay? We're getting it. Let's go, let's go! Time is money! No, 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 we don't no, have it all. Hold on, I'm getting it for you. Let's go, let's go. Hurry up. What is that? Well, yeah. That's all you got? I mean, that's everything in the register. Are you holding out on me? No, 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 I swear. I swear I'm not. Mother. Oh! Give me the rest of it, motherfucker. Okay, here. Nobody move. Nobody move. Everyone stay on the floor. Let's go, let's go. Thank you, Poop. Love it. You're listening to the Smoking Hot Toddcast with your host, Todd. Just Todd. Todd is helpful and Todd is there for you. Uh, well, it's actually Hot Toddy. Oh, well, pardon me, Mr. Perfect! Something else that gets harder as you get older is going to the dentist. You know, and not even going to the doctor. The doctor's still not that big a deal, but going to the dentist gets so much worse as you get older. Like, you know, I, I didn't have my first cavity until I was 25, and and that was a bitch. I had two cavities at once, and they filled one one day, the other the other day, and I, that that Novocaine stuff, all that, it was just ridiculous. You know, I, that was the craziest thing I'd ever been through, and I and I I've not had a cavity since. Knock on wood, but you know, I've I've tried to eat 
just a little bit better just so I don't get them again because that was a horrible experience. And 27 introduced <laughs> introduced something else weird. Now, once a year, I, I get two cleanings a year, every six months, and once a year, I always get... Uh, an x-ray done of my mouth of my teeth now there's nothing wrong with my teeth nothing wrong with my mouth but you know it, it's a it's a you know it's just standard procedure for them to do but I, I noticed like when as when you get older it just it, every time they do things to you it just seems weirder and weirder like when I got my x-ray done last week uh, they put what the only thing I could describe is a Star Wars laser gun right next to my face, right up against my face. And they're always so sketch with, you know, how they do the x-rays. You know what I'm saying? They put it up to your face and then they scurry out of the room. And then all from all of a sudden you look through the glass and you see this person, you see the dental hygienist that was just in your room with goggles peeking over the window, and then they click the little button, and you hear the little ant sound, and you wonder if you're going to die at this point. You wonder if you've just gotten cancer. You went to the dentist to get a cleaning, and then you got cancer in your mouth. How the hell did that happen? That's just the way it is. They're just so weird about it. They put it on one side, then they scurry out, and then they peek over the window, and then click, and then they scurry back in. They bring the little gun back on the other side of your face, scurry out again, and all of a sudden you see the little head pop up, click and then they run out of the room and, and come back in and act like nothing just happened you know it's ridiculous and it's just when it comes to like x-rays at a doctor's office you know they put you in the big machine you know it makes it look really interesting and they're there with you and they tell you what you need to do and just stay calm and everything's gonna be okay they're very nice at the doctor's office but at the dentist's office what do they do they put the they put the lead apron <laughs> over your body that's it they just lay it on you flat it doesn't attach to you they just flop it onto your chest and then they do that little creeper move uh, with the gun and leaving the room i mean it's if you feel like frankenstein's monster sitting in there you know you, you feel like when they walk out of the room all of a sudden the wind you know the ceiling's gonna pop open and there's gonna be a lightning storm out there you know it, it's just it i feel scared when they do that kind of stuff they're just they're just so weird about it they just act weird about it the dentist dentists are strange and, and dental hygienists are strange uh, stranger than doctors and nurses for sure but anyway but okay so that wasn't bad enough right as you get older even simple cleanings get 10 times worse i i had the worst experience at a dentist last week you know the the scraping and you know the needle that's you know scraping around your teeth is never a fun experience but it never bothered me when i was a kid i never really cared until like within the last couple of visits, it's been horrible because my gums are sensitive. My my, it's genetic. My dad had a gum disease uh, about 15 years ago. They had to fix a lot of stuff. It was very painful uh, surgery that he had to go through. And they're always saying to me, you know, you don't want to block your dad. But it's like, well, I mean, I I I do what you tell me to do. I floss. I do the circular motion on the gums. I know you've heard that. They do the circular motion. Well, whatever. But my gums are still sensitive, and and they still hurt really bad when when you touch things when you touch them with big needles you know but it, it, this last visit I, I thought I was gonna cry the, the scraping right into my gums all the time and you know it's like it would never end I never thought the scraping was gonna end and what made it all, all, all worse the whole thing worse is the fact that I still have my wisdom teeth now they tell me I've got to get the wisdom teeth out and I know that but again you know as we talked about a couple of segments ago, I don't have a lot of money, so it's kind of hard for me to go and, and get oral surgery done, you know? But anyway, 
yeah, I mean, my wisdom teeth are in there. They kill me. Uh, you know, every once in a while they'll flare up and make huge blisters on my on my mouth. I mean, it is it is awful. But I mean, I can't really do anything about it. But they make sure they help you remember you have wisdom teeth while you're there. Because let me tell you, that needle got back there on my on my right one, and I thought I was gonna die. I actually flinched and made a sound for the first time ever at a dentist's office. I went, because it just hurts so fucking bad. She just jabbed the needle into my gum because that's where the it's impacted, the wisdom teeth, wisdom tooth. It's kind of inside my gum, and it's, it's really kind of gross. But, you know, she was trying to get at it, and she was just jabbing at my gums, and it was I was in so much pain, and I just wanted her to stop. But, you know, it, it's really not her fault. As I get older, you know, my stuff is just, you know, it's falling apart, and I have to take care of it. I don't I don't take care of it as well as as I as I should you know that's just you know how I am that's how we all are you know we, we don't do things that we're supposed to do as, as well as we should but you know and even when I got the even when they were she was cleaning my teeth with that you know electric brush it was just really sensitive and painful and and that was my first dental trip uh, of age 27. So I, I link that to the age. This probably has nothing to do with the age. I just link it to that because, you know, it happened literally right before I turned 27. So bottom line is the dentist gets scary as hell by the time you turn 27. Orson Welles, Smoking Hot Toddcast Promos. Take one. Okay, Mr. Wells, uh, just do your spiel, your usual thing there, and say, Hello, this is Orson Wells, and you're listening to the Smoking Hot Toddcast. Ah, the French champagne. No, 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 hold it. All right, Mr. Wells, just say, This is Orson Wells, and you're listening to the Smoking Hot Toddcast. Okay, go again. Yes. Oh, yes. They're even better raw. Cut! All right, do it again. All right, and action. Look, I don't need to do this. I've got a fish stick commercial in an hour. Oh, what the hell? I need the money. The Smokin' Hot Toddcast. Penis. Cut! The Smokin' Hot... Hello, I'm Orson Welles. Ah! The Smokin' Hot Toddcast presents The Ollie Report, a segment dedicated to extremely professional and hard-hitting journalism. Reports on headlines straight off the news ticker through the eyes of Ollie. And now, The Ollie Report. Hello and welcome to this week's Ollie Report. I'm Hot Toddy and uh, we've got a good one for you this week. It's a really interesting story. This story broke a couple of days ago and uh, it, it comes as no surprise that the Republican Party at this point is being ripped apart. I mean, just everybody is up in arms, yelling at each other. You have the Trump supporters and then you have the not Trump supporters, which are, I mean, there, there really are no Ted Cruz and John Kasich supporters. There's just Ted Cruz, John Kasich side, and then Donald Trump side. But this story broke on Monday that Ted Cruz and John Kasich together are combining forces to beat back Donald Trump. They will continue doing their own campaigns, but they are swearing that they're going to go through to July to the Republican convention and then team up together to make Donald Trump not win the nomination. And like I said, everybody's up in arms about this even worse than before. And we had to get Ollie out on the scene. So here now is the one and only Ollie. Ollie, how are things where you are? Doing good. Where am I, by the way? I don't really know. There's really no place to establish you, so you're just kind of, I guess, maybe in, in limbo at the moment? Oh, that's cool. I don't see anything. Just white walls everywhere. I'm not standing, because there's no gravity. Exactly. All right, so that works. But uh, anyway, let's get right into it here. Um, of course, like I said at the top here, Ted Cruz and John Kasich are combining forces uh, to beat back uh, Donald Trump. Have you spoken with either Ted Cruz or John Kasich uh, to get their reaction to this, and what has brought them to this idea? Look, I won't 
start. I don't know what to do. I went to battery and bulbs, but they don't have car batteries. You ever drink Red Bull? It's good stuff. I got drums for Christmas. Biscuits. Wow. That was just a whole lot of stuff I didn't need to hear, and uh, you kind of went back to some of your classics there on that one. I enjoyed that. But no, anyway, seriously, Ollie, have you, did you speak with either uh, Senator Cruz or Governor Kasich about this? Because uh, this is a very big deal. This has not been done in many, many years that the decision would come down uh, to the convention, but that appears to be what's going to happen. Did you speak with them at all about what the future holds? I like Donald Trump's hair. People make fun of it, but I think it's okay. It looks like biscuits. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. Whatever. Um, here's a really good question. Uh, did you speak with uh, maybe Senator Cruz or Governor Kasich about the idea of maybe them becoming a, a, a team, you know, a president, vice president? If they're able to beat back Donald Trump, could they be on the same ticket for 2016? Hashtag politics. Yep, yep, yep. That's what's going on. Did you speak with them? No. Okay, well, as long as we're clear on that. Uh, have you spoken to a Donald Trump or anybody in his camp to get their reaction on this whole idea? What does it matter? Hillary Clinton's going to be president. Yeah, I, I know. I know that's that's pretty much the case. Why are we even doing this? I mean, there's no reason for it. Ollie, just stick to the story. Did you speak with Donald Trump about how he feels about this situation? Make nipples great again! <laughs> I, I really wish you'd run for president and make that your slogan. I think you win by a landslide. I'm wearing blue jeans today! And a t-shirt, because it's warm outside. It's very warm. The sun is out, and there's trees. Farfanugan. All right. Well, Ollie, I guess we'll just uh, wrap this up. Well, I, I, did you speak with Donald Trump? You never really answered my question. No! Okay. Well, again, at least you're honest. So you didn't cover anything for this very important story about the Republican Party. All right, that's fine. Uh, I'll just uh, wrap it up here. Very well. But before we go, I just wanted to say that, yes, I did speak with Senator Cruz and Governor Kasich about their plans to beat back Donald Trump. As of right now, there's no talk about joining forces that much and being on the same ticket for 2016. But they will do everything they can to make sure that one of them, at least, will be the presidential candidate. Donald Trump is very upset about this, calling the move desperate. And he believes, as well as the Trump supporters, that it will not work. And if it does, we very well could see the destruction of the Republican Party. How is it you sound better than I do at the end of these? I don't I don't get that. Cats and dogs don't have butt cheeks! F*** you. That's going to do it for the Ollie Report this week. Tune in next time for another headline ripped from the Ollie News Ticker. Until then, have a good day and an Ollie-full week. Hot Toddy. Hot Toddy. Hot Toddy. You're tuned into the Smoking Hot Toddcast with your host, Hot Toddy, who's always looking real good. Hey, does this suit make me look fat? No, no, no. Your face does. Well, I, I think I mentioned this in an episode in the past, uh, back probably back towards the end of 2015. I don't really remember if I did or not, but uh, if not, I'll mention it again. Uh, in January of this year... I, at the age of 26 at the time, but still, it was in 2016, so it was year 27, I had to get a colonoscopy. Yes, at the age of 27, I had to get a colonoscopy. Around Christmas time, uh, things weren't working correctly, if you know what I mean, and uh, I went to I went for a consultation uh, at the gastro place here in Knoxville, and they said, you know, it might be just for the best if we take a little look. So yeah, in early January, I went and had a colonoscopy and uh, the good news is everything's fine. I just, you know, had some issues, just had some, you know, blockage going on, if you will. And uh, everything was, was ship shape. But you know, the fact that I had to get a colonoscopy 
when I was when I'm at, at the age of 27 is ridiculous. But again, I, I have my family to thank. My mother did not even tell me that that ran in our family. Like I, my uncle did pass away from colon cancer. That was one of the big scares of this. Was I was afraid, you know, could it be something like that? But as it turns out, of course, it wasn't. But I didn't realize that our family had such a history of colon problems. My mom did not fill me in on this until after my consultation, and I was like scared to death. And I'm like. You know, she tells me that that she had she has spastic colon and that and that my grandmother had spastic colon and all these things. I'm like, well, well, I didn't know that. That would have been good to know because I told her the week before that I was going in for a consultation. And she was like, oh, okay, and that's it. That's all I got. And you know what her response was when I asked her why she didn't tell me this in the past? I didn't ask. I hate that. I hate that response. What is that response? I didn't ask. I don't know to ask. I didn't think to ask. So that's why I didn't. But, you know, I'm getting off the subject here. But the point is, is that, again, it runs in my family. So, you know, we just good to get it checked out. But there's nothing wrong with me at all. It just, you know, every so, so often and things may not work correctly for me. And that's just the way it is. But, you know, what? I have been cursed with old man problems my, the, the entire decade of my 20s. It has. When I was 20 years old, I got shingles. I got the shingles at age 20. That's right. Uh, the average person, average age of a person that gets is like 65. You see those commercials, you know, where they say, oh, if you've had chicken pox, oh, the shingle virus is already inside you. And wh- wh- who do you see? Old ass people. Grandma, grandpa out there digging in the garden and they start scratching. Oh, I got shingles. You know, it's, it's, it, that's who it happens to, not me. And then I had my first prostate exam when I was 21. I don't know if I should be sharing this with you, but I'm just telling you now. I had my first prostate exam at 21. I had a little swelling, so I had to take medicine for that. And then at the age of 20, it was still 26, but it was still in the year 27, I had to get a colonoscopy. And hopefully I won't have to get another one until I turn 50 or so. But yeah, that's my life. You know, 27 introduced a whole new problem. Poop problems. (laughs) So I can't poop correctly. So that's, I got to get the camera up there. Let's take a look. Let's get the camera out. Let's take some footage. Look, there's a burger he ate in 95, you know? I usually feel like your own Discovery Channel special out there. But, you know, it's all right. I'm, I'm screaming at you. It's all right. It's all good. Everything turned out fine. But, yes, yes, yes. 27 introduced a camera to my butt. You're listening to the Smoky Light Podcast. Well, when it comes to movies these days, it's the norm pretty much for them to last two, two and a half to maybe three hours. Well, how about a movie that lasts exactly 30 days? A full month without breaks for food, sleep, or even going to the bathroom. Exactly 30 days. Well, there's a director in Sweden who's currently working on said film. It's a film called Ambiance, and in order to watch the entire film, it would take you an entire month. And just recently, they released a trailer for the film, and it lasts over seven hours. This film, Ambiance, has a scheduled premiere for the year 2020. The trailer is online now, and you can go watch it if you can spare a minute or two. But 30 days, can you imagine trying to actually watch this film? I mean, are they going to put it in theaters? Can they put it in theaters? I just don't know. But I wonder how one would react if they actually went to go see this film and try to sit through it for exactly 30 days. All right, let's sit right down here, Mr. Wells. Whoo! Are you excited about this? Yes. I can't wait. A movie that takes an entire month to get through. We're going to be living in a theater for an entire month. Are you as excited as I am? Ah, the French. I'll take that as a yes. 
Oh, the lights are going down. It's time to get started, Mr. Wells. Let's start this month-long movie. Day two. Mr. Wells, what is that you're eating? Rosebud frozen peas, full of country goodness and green penis. Aye, Dan. Day eight. Oh my God, really? Really? Somebody's got their cell phone on and it's going off. Mr. Wells, I can enjoy the movie with that going on. Hey, hey, whoever that is, turn your phone off. We're trying to watch a movie here. You've been here for an entire freaking week, and now your phone goes off? Come on, man. Turn it off, for God's sake. Oh, it's mine. Day 10. Wells, uh, oh, I must have fallen asleep. Uh, what, 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 what I meant? Oh, my God, what I miss? Well, the financing just fell through for the third time on Don Quixote. Ah, that's the whole plot! Damn it! Day 15. Wow. Mm. I gotta go to the restroom. I'll be right back. DA, your mic is still on! Oh shit! Day 22. Oh my god. I'm beginning to lose it. We've been here 22 freaking days. 22 days in the movie theater! I think Mr. Wales is trying to kill me. Are you? Are you trying to kill me, Mr. Wales? One more word out of you and you go. Is that clear? Ah! I know people like you. I know you. I've got my eye on you. Day 26. <laughs> Is this movie ever gonna end? Is it ever gonna end? 26 days locked in a theater, and all I see are two guys running around with scary music by by them. I don't get out of here soon. I don't get out of here soon. Oh, we're gonna feel the wrath. Day 30. I'm gonna tell this thing Oh, that's why I dropped my twizzle. Anyway. Oh my god! 
The movie's over! <laughs> Mr. Wales, the movie's over! I don't need to do this. I've got a fish stick commercial in an hour. <laughs> oh, oh, it's all over. <sighs> that was a great film, wasn't it? There is no fish stick like Mrs. Pell's. I agree. DJ Poor smoking hot Toddcast promo. Take one. All right, Poor, just say uh, this is DJ Poor and you're listening to the Smoking Hot Toddcast. <laughs> All right. Say it like you would say. Don't say it some way cool like, dude, you're listening to the Smoking Hot Toddcast. <laughs> hmm. That's not quite the way I said it. All right, Poor, just say you're listening to the third home of Hot Toddy, the Smoking Hot Toddcast. I'm here. Oh, for the love of God. Will you say it now? Bing or... bong. Damn it! The smoking hot guy poopy. I quit. For those of you who don't know, some of you may not know this. I am in a relationship with one of the cast members on the Smoking Hot Todd cast, Miss Pengrino, real name Janelle. Uh, we've been together now for almost two years, and it's been it's been a wonderful relationship. We're having a lot of fun. It's 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 great, you know, and just just being together is wonderful. And with all these apartment woes coming up all of a sudden and the fact that we've been together for two years the talk of moving in together getting a place together has come up quite a few times and i i'm pro i'm very much pro that idea i'm like 90 percent there but there's still that 10 percent of me that's saying i gotta have my space you know i gotta have my privacy i just need my my own place and that's what's been so good these last couple of years she lives just down the road from me so i can go see her on some nights and then i can be here at my apartment some nights but you know it's been a little bit different lately and i just don't and i don't know if i'm just ready to jump in there just yet i i i I love her to death let's make this clear i love her and uh even if i don't move in with her now uh we're not going to break up or anything our relationship will continue and we'll eventually get there but we might get there now who knows but you know it's just I, i i'm still like on the fence about it. i'm like eh, i don't know and then you got the whole parents factor you know i don't know how my parents are going to react to us doing that i think they'll be fine because they love her but you know it's 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 awkward it's weird you know and because you have to admit we now sleep in the same bed together of course we've had to do that right now since i've been staying with her i've been staying with her while all these you know apartment woes have been going on and uh you know I've been saying I, I stay there. I have to stay there while all this is going on with my apartment. And, uh, you know, it's been great. You know, staying with her has been a lot of fun these last couple of weeks. I, I've enjoyed it. Uh, I love her cat to death. You've met her cat on this show before, uh, Teebs, uh, where she interviews me in between segments and stuff. Uh, she's a, She really is a, a wonderful cat. And, and I just I love spending time with both of them. Uh, but, you know, there's still that little nag that says, uh I don't know if I'm ready to, you know, be roomies with someone else. Because, you know, up until three years ago, I I lived with somebody all the time. For the first 20 years of my life, I lived with my parents and my sister. And uh, by the time I was 19, I was ready to end that. You know, I was getting a little... uh, cabin fevered if you will and it was time to to move on so i moved into student housing when i went to ut uh and uh, i had to share the apartment that i had with three other people but it was okay because i had my own room and i liked that but four years of that got old as well so in 2013 when i finally got my own apartment oh my god I mean, that's awesome. I was so excited about that, you know, and these last three years I have loved every minute of it with the exception of what's been going on the last month. But anyway, uh, you know, it's been it's been so great having my own place. So but now the decision is, do I stay here 
or do I move? Oh, no, I'm not going to stay here. No, the, 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 I'm in my apartment right now. I'm not staying here. No, eventually I'll get a new place. But, the, you know, the, the question is, will I get a new place for myself or do we find a place together? You know, it's just it's a complicated thing. And that's and that's another thing about turning 27. You know, it's just like you have to instantly become an adult now. You have to make these big boy decisions. And I'm just like. I don't know if I have the capability of doing it, you know. I don't know if I can, you know, if I can get a new apartment or, or you know, or I don't know if I can move in with somebody. It's just all, it's all in your face, all up in your grill, you know, and you don't know really what to do. Uh, but it's like I said, we, we've enjoyed spending time together these last couple of weeks. There have been a, there have been a few things that have gotten on my nerves a little bit, and, uh, you know, I let them slide. But obviously, if we live together, I'll, I'll have to bring those up and be a little bit more forward saying, you know, hey, let, let's not do this. But anyway, no, I mean, you know, I, again, I love her to death. I absolutely love her. If for, if for some reason we don't move in, we'll still be together. But, you know, it's just it's it's complicated. It, it's one of those complicated situations. You don't really know how to handle it. You're not sure just right off the bat how to handle it. Some people will jump the jump to the idea to move in with their significant other. Some will be like me and just like, you know, some well, some will be a coward and just break up with the person and say that's the end of that. But some are like me who is like, you know, I would love to. It's just I don't know if I can deal with living with another person again because I did it for so many years and hated it. And these last three years on my own have been really, really nice. So, you know, it's it's weird it's it's an it's an interesting issue but uh, but 27 has brought on uh, another t- there are two living situations 27 has brought do i get a new place can i get a new place for myself or do i take the, this route of moving in with miss pingrino uh, i guess only time will tell the, i i end this one on a question mark who knows what could happen you're listening to hot time on the Smoke It Hot Toddcast. Prince died. Yeah, exactly. We cannot ignore yeah. the elephant in the room. Uh, yeah, Prince died. It, it really has been a sucky-ass week. Uh, everybody dying. We, we, we lost with a Doris Roberts. Then on the same day... Just Who's out, Doris Roberts? She played uh, Marie on Everybody's Loves Raymond. You know, Raymond. I, never, I was never really like a big fan of the show, well, she was to a, be honest. She was one of those beloved... Uh, oh, wait. Oh, wait I, do, I do remember the one scene where oh, she's like, scene. I'm not just... I'm not just some trophy wife oh yeah and the guy's like what contest, contest in hell did i want yeah, yeah I've that was seen pretty that funny have you, have you ever watched christmas vacation uh one time i think no, you won't. oh is she the one she's like i pledge allegiance to the flag no 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 she no. says no, that no that wasn't trying her. to say the blessing no that wasn't her no that was uh, another actress but she was in that movie too uh but no she she died this week and then on the same day hours apart china the wrestler. I heard about that. And yeah. then Prince dies. And then Patton Oswald, of all people, his wife passes away. Michelle McNamara. McNamara. And then if that if all that wasn't bad enough, I turned twenty seven. So I mean that just that, that Oh come on, Todd. That rounded That's great. out the sadness. Yes. Happy birthday to me. It happy is. birthday to you, yes, Todd. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Officially twenty seven. You've got like a whole year to join the twenty seven club, man. What's the 27 Club? The, the 27 Club is an exclusive club of rock stars who all died at the at age 27. of 27. Kurt Cobain, G- Jimi, Jimi Hendrix, Hendrix uh, yeah. Dennis Joplin, oh my God, uh, Jim all, Morrison. They all died at um, 27, didn't they? One, one of the uh, guitar players for the Rolling Stones, the original one? The original one. I can't, I can't remember his name. Brian Jones. Right. And didn't, like didn't uh, oh, what's his name? There's a long Sid list. Sid Vicious, though. didn't he die at 27? I don't think so. No, he was. I think he might have been younger. Maybe yeah, a little. Yeah, probably younger. But yeah. um, like those are the biggest ones. But mm-hmm. apparently, there's there's like a list of a really really long 
lengthy list of people who just who just happened to die when they were twenty seven. They were they were usually you know they were their band was yeah. famous. Yeah. So they didn't ne- necessarily have a lot of FaceTime. Their name may not have necessarily been that widely known, but yeah. they were still, you know, had a significant uh, presence in the limelight, I guess. Right. Gotta be re- at 27. Gotta be real with you. I don't really want to join the 27 club. <laughs> uh, thank you, though. Uh, but uh, <laughs> thanks for the offer. But uh, no. No, I'll just stick to, stick to all to the stress that I already have of trying to find a new home. So, you know, you you remember the last couple of weeks I've been keeping you updated on my on the mold in my house. Yes. All right. So you know, last week it, it had a grand finale of just soaking my entire house. Uh, one week later, nothing has been done to, okay. the, to the carpet. It's dried up, but it looks horrible. It looks like somebody pissed all over the carpet. Okay. Big huge stains. Uh, the giant fans in there trying to fan it out. I was promised that uh, carpet cleaners would be in there today. They weren't in there. Okay. So, and my house still stinks. That's why, and I was just in there a little while ago, and that's why if you <clears throat> if you hear me doing this a lot, is because the mold got into me, and uh, and I'm already feeling weird right now. So, <laughs> so that's where we are in my house. I've I've essentially moved in with my girlfriend for the time being. Uh, assert which, yourself with the front office, Todd. Oh, I'm calling the codes people, and they're going to assert for me. So. We're gonna good. Be, yeah. Good, oh, yeah. Todd. Oh yeah. We're not. We're not playing around anymore. Yeah. We're playing the when mold is growing in your house. Yeah. And they and the, your apartment complex has an obligation to clean it for you. Oh yeah. And they don't follow through. We're playing hardball. We're playing. Now. We're playing hard. We're playing ass hardball. Ball. Hard ass ball. That's right. So yeah, they're they're gonna get an earful as soon as I move out of that place. I am going to blast the name of this apartment complex. I'm not gonna all say over it. Yelp. All over. <laughs> Smoking Hot Toddcast and and all over the internet. I'm obviously not going to do it now because I don't want you knowing where I live, bitches. But uh, but well, as soon as I'm out of there, you're you're going to know which apartment complex not to live in in Knoxville. But, okay. Uh, but there you go. But yeah, that's that's uh that's rate my apartment. Is that a thing? I think uh, pretty sure it is. Something like that. It's apart- you can there is a, a there is a, a website where you can rate apartment complexes. I know. Well, then I'll have to find I'll track that down because hell yeah, I'm going to use that. <laughs> For sure. You're gonna take time out of your day. Just I will to take time out of my day bad name. to show them who's boss. That's right. But anyway, that's 27 for me in a nutshell. <laughs> um, that's it's what's not, going on. It's not so bad. It could be worse. It could be, but see. Uh, you know. It's let's see. Tomorrow is my last day of my 28 of 33 day. Oh, thank God! Then I get one day off. Uh, one day. And then I work Sleep. Monday, and then I'm off Tuesday. So, I but I, I don't. Oh wait, my schedule is posted. I, I, I have to see if I'm angry. Do you want me to look it up right now so we can record my action reaction live on the air? Why not? Or yeah, go, keep talking, go, Todd. Go find it. Yeah. Print. Two days in a row, Todd. All I have right. two days in a row off. Hey, that is. Yay. That, that, that deserves one of these. There you go. And I have two days off next week. Thank you. Thank you, God. Sweet God. There you go. Oh. Nice. Congratulations oh. on that. Oh, sweet relief. <laughs> <laughs> Ollie smoking hot Toddcast promos. Take one. All right, Ollie. Just say this is Ollie, and you're listening to the uh, the Smoking Hot Toddcast show podcast station. Okay. All right, Ollie. This time, just say uh, this is Ollie, and you're listening to the Smoking Ollie Report. No, that's not. Oh, jeez. All right, Ollie. This time, just say this is the Smoking Hot Toddcast. Biscuits. Damn it. Okay, Ollie. Just say the words the Smoking Hot Toddcast. Can you do that at least? I'm outside. I see people. I see grass and trees and buildings. I hate you. The Smokin' Hot Todd. Smokin' Hot Toddcast.
You suck, Ollie! And there you have it. Another great episode down, and uh, you learned... You got a little peek into my personal life. You, you, you've you seen some of the woes that have come my way at the age of 27. But I, I am an extremely optimistic person when it comes to these little things. It will all work out. Some, some, way, some way, somehow, everything will work out just fine. Uh, of course, now we talked about the dentist and the colonoscopy thing. I don't know how that's going to work out. We'll just see what happens. But the apartment thing, you know, all of that, the, just growing up and trying to make grown-up decisions, all of that will eventually pan out. So if you're having the same problem, don't worry. You're not alone. We're all suffering the same thing, and eventually it will find its way and, and pan out. So just just be patient. You know, do some things to help it work, but don't go crazy, and don't, you know, give up. Just keep going. Make it work, and it'll happen for you. You know, everything will be fine. Inspirational words by Hot Toddy. It's a very special smoking hot podcast. I'm I'm an ass. Uh, that's enough. All right, and I hope you enjoyed all the funny stuff. I've been cracking up all week long with Da and Ollie and the things that they did this week. It's it's been hilarious and fantastic. I'm really proud of those guys. They're always funny and they're always fun to work with. And uh, with that in mind, that's going to do it for us this week. Be sure and follow me on all social media. That's Hot Toddy on Facebook, Periscope, and Vine. Uh, at Hot Toddy 9102 on Twitter and Hottest underscore Toddy on Instagram. You can also follow some of the cast members of the Smoking Hot Toddcast on Twitter. Miss Pingrino at Pingrino, Sheila at Sheila Hawk, and our announcer Doc Summit at Kev Summit. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll catch you next week right here on the Smoking Hot Toddcast. Yeah.